Excited to be with you, everyone. Welcome to Angel Heart Radio. This, all our programs are special, right? We know that. We come to you in love every single time. But this one has a very special meaning for me, and I know it will for a lot of you as well. I'm Anaya Joy Halili. Thanks for joining us. Good morning, Caroline. Good morning, Anaya. And I'm Caroline Cross, and I'm very excited to be here. And today's show has lots of meanings for me as well, and I'm really excited to be joining our guest today. John Holland is such a great author. Um, we're going to be talking about Bridging Two Realms, which is a book I have just finished, which I bought um, Hay House in Australia, but available all over the world. If you're grieving, if you have loved ones in heaven, if you're scared about loved ones, what's going to happen to them when they go, I can't recommend this book highly enough because it's tender, it's informative, And I'll tell you what, John, I've laughed and I've cried listening to this with you. So welcome. And thank you for being with us. Oh, please, my honor. I love love, uh, Australia and I miss it. And so when I heard that you wanted me on, I I just said, absolutely. Plus the name of your show too. How could you not? (laughs) How could you not, right? I know, it's beautiful. So thank you, Angels, for that. Little bit of housekeeping, everyone. As you know, Angel Heart Radio programs shouldn't be used to replace any of your professional advice, nor your own sound judgment. It's important to remember, you have a beautiful deep river of inner wisdom, and we're here to support you in that, not to tell you what to do, okay? So pay attention to how you feel as well. It's very, very important. John. Yes. Now, <laughs> you've <laughs> now, John. Yes. You, you wrote. You wrote. Was it 2014? You released this book. Or uh, 2018. My last. 2018. Book. Okay. Yep. So, when you released this book, this is what's really exciting to me. To me, listening, and I and I sure people reading or listening to this book will have their own personal experience. But for me, it was like you just finished doing it, like right this second. Because it felt so fresh and beautiful and gentle and calm, and the way that you read the book is fabulous. It is, yeah. Well, I, I enjoyed. Hay House asked me. They and I was just telling you on the before we came on here. Hay House asked me, "Do I have another book?" And and I I didn't think I did. I thought I I thought I wrote everything that I could um, because I kept saying, you know, how many times can you say that we don't die? So, but I said, but you know what? Maybe I could get a book, write a book about because my mom passed in 2011 I was there before she passed during and obviously after so I think a book for someone who's bereaved um, someone who is losing someone and you know this too someone who's losing someone they're already going through a bereavement even though they're not passed yet so to help people realize that your loved ones are going to be okay so that's how it came to be and then the second part of the book is if you want to go see a medium you want to be one um, you know more so it is kind of like two books in one uh, which is great, but it's, uh, it's, I love doing it and it got a really good response. And if it helps a lot of people, if it helps one person, then I feel I've done my job. Absolutely. And I know you're actually very genuine when you say that. I just want to welcome Wendy and Gabby and Erin. They're all watching us at the moment. And oh, Gabby's here. She's sending hearts. Hello, Gabby. Good morning. It's, oh gosh, we had a lot of people in there. It's fabulous to see you all. Uh, Please remember if you're watching this live stream anywhere other than the Angel Heart Radio Facebook, please, to please head on over there because in there I can see your comments. Carol Ann can see them on Restream, but I can see them there. And we really want to make sure that we include you. And if you have any questions for John, not readings, we're not taking reading requests. If you have questions that you've 
burning to know. You're, you're wanting to know. Um, John is the person, the perfectly placed person to answer your questions. So please do go ahead and ask. Yeah, can I say um, something? Yeah. You said that you were listening to the car, whether it was, uh, I don't know if it's in the, in the car or at home. Yeah. You know that when you, anyone who writes a book, you read it. I mean, when it's done, you've read it, reread it, edited, reedited, edited, reread it, edited. <laughs> so I thought I was done in December, okay, of 2017 when I was done with it, uh, editing, and I knew it was going to come out in 2018. So they called me and they said, can you do now, can you put the book now on audio? And I went, oh, no, 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 no. I can't, I cannot read it again. So... They, and so then I, they said, well, John, you could have somebody else put do the voice for you. And I thought about it. And then I called all my friends, uh, Cheryl Richardson and, uh, you know, some other Hay House authors. And they said, no, John, it has to be in your voice, even though I have that Boston accent. And if you notice, if you're listening to it, everyone, um, you will hear me get easier as the book goes on into the hundred or so. Page. I mean, well, it's easy. It was easy to read, but it's like it's not that easy. But it, it just uh, it got a little smoother with it. I'm so glad that that I did it myself because it's my voice Certainly. that you're hearing. Yeah. yeah, and it's a comfort, John. For me, it was a comfort. You know, I'd be driving along, and and there'd be things that you'd say, "Oh, Wendy's got a, a, a question." As a medium, how do you how do your messages, conversations come through to you, John? This is from Wendy in Australia. Hey, Wendy, thank you. Um, I usually will um, I will feel it. And I will hear it, really. I hear thoughts. And it gets a little confusing because of these your thoughts. This is what I teach my students. Are these your thoughts? Are these my thoughts? Um, is it coming from somebody on the other side? Is it your intuition? But I hear it in my own voice. But I will basically, when they hear and feel the information. I used to see more, but symbols happen with me also. So I get them in many different ways. It depends, it depends on where I'm at, who I'm with. So I just, it's not me. I just trust them on getting yeah. the message the way it's supposed to. Yeah. It's trust. Can I just say something about um, listening to your book, John? I think listening to you read your book, I think what it is is we feel that you're actually talking to us personally. Absolutely. You're not talking to a whole audience out there. It's a, it's a personal touch with us. You are talking to me when I'm listening to you reading the book. And I think to me that is a beautiful heart connection right. that I have with the subject and with, with you. And that's what... Um, I, I like the most about listening to you reading your book because um, I, I, it really touches my heart then because I can relate so much to it. So it's a, just a one-on-one -on -one thing and I'm sure other people feel the same way when they're mm. listening to it. Thanks, Carol. You certainly did. Now, Wendy says thank you for that, but what she really wants to know is how do you tell when it's spirit or when it's you? Mm. Well... It depends if I have some, when, when I have somebody in front of me or I'm doing a reading, it has nothing to do with me. I've already set myself aside all my thoughts. If I was having any, uh, if I had a, uh, an emotional morning or I just put all my stuff aside. So I know it's not, I know by doing this over two decades that I know what's mine and what's not. Um, but a good thing too, for anyone, any students to um, ask yourself too, is this coming to me or from me? Yeah. Just by saying that, you're like, oh, yeah, okay. And it's a little, a lot of people think too, ladies, that um, I can talk to my mother who's on the other side like I'm doing someone else's reading. I can't. I will feel my mother. I can't, I, I, it's different because I can't be objective because it's my yeah. mother. So it's like, okay, I know everything there is to possibly know about her, but I 
feel my mother. So people are like, why are you buried? You can talk to your mother. I'm just a man. I, I miss my mom as much as uh, you ladies do or somebody else who was, uh, yes, thank you. And that's the biggest iPad I've ever seen in my life. Okay. It's, <laughs> it's uh, but it's, I have to be, I can't be objective. So I can do a reading more clearer when I'm doing it for somebody else. That's why I may see another medium uh, for my own reading. Yeah. yeah, and you're very clear about this in the book as well, Wendy. I can't recommend you get this book strongly enough. And if you are, if you love to listen, if you're clear audience, um, you've got great inflection. <clears throat> I, I just can't recommend. You can get that through Hay House here in Australia, Wendy. Um, and it's a book you'll treasure. It's a book I'm going to treasure. I know this won't be my only listening because there's a lot in there, a lot of teaching, a lot of practical wisdom and advice, but there's something in there that you said that, oh, I just love oh, so much. Let's, let's hear and it. That, <laughs> when, you, when you're working, you simply ask for less of me, more of you. Exactly. That is true. That is so true. Um, because, you know, it, it's true. That's why I said I put myself aside. And before I start, I always do a prayer. I was raised Catholic. So I teach that's my uh, that's like my wine. That's me uh, getting ready to work. I let the people on the other side. I let spirit know. Look, it, I let them know that I'm ready for that phone call from the yeah. other side. So, yeah, less Beautiful. of me. And I, I learned Let's... that. I learned that in England. Actually, that's where I was trained when mediumship started happening. It's, uh, I went to England. Synchronistic events led me to the spiritualist in England. I was lucky enough to go there for over two years and study. Yeah, and you, you really do touch on that in the book as well. And it's really great because, and see, here's the thing, everyone, and we're so excited about this as well. Okay, um, so John's going to come back and do another show with us on the responsibilities of the medium. There are a lot of people leaving the planet right now, a lot of people leaving this year. So there's a lot of grieving hearts, right? So... Anyone can call themselves a medium, John, but right. it's, there's a whole different experience. There's a whole different yeah. level. There's a whole different meaning to someone who has trained properly as a medium and someone that just gets, I mean, I get the odd message from spirit as well, but I'm not a medium. Right. You, you, you might, we all, I, when I was in England, they taught, they their, their teaching was mediums are born, not made. And I stuck by that because that's all I knew. Um, and I took that training. But as years went on, um, I realized that, okay, everybody is born with the potential. I, that's my, my first book was yeah. called Born Knowing. I was born a very psychic child. All kids are intuitive anyways, um, but I was born that way. So I had a high potential. I think I did it before in another life too. It, it was yeah. too. So what happens is I was born with a high potential. I, I, I got it easier. We're all born with it. Someone may not have a huge potential for it. Doesn't mean they can't do it. They just have to train harder. But with the book, another reason why I wrote it, because a lot of people were, the, I think the consciousness of man is changing. I really, really do. The consciousness of man is changing. So people said, John, is, is something happening? Is the veil getting thinner or are we getting more sensitive? I think it's a little bit of both. As a race, we are getting more sensitive. So you may touch on the other side. You may be on the rim of heaven all right you may be with a friend and you may say someone's never even studied mediumship they know the word and someone might be with the friend and saying god i keep hearing the name i'm leo my name is leo and they say to the friend i'm here in my head my name is leo oh my god my grandfather's leo he passed away uh four weeks ago it doesn't mean that that person should go on to be a professional medium it's a calling 
it's a life of service. And I say that in the book quite heartily and quite strictly. It's a life of service. It's not a hobby. You have to feel a calling to do this. You really, really do. Um, yeah. And more and more people are doing it. But I think um, you can't just take a weekend work. I'm a really hard teacher in a good way. You cannot take a workshop in a weekend and say you're a medium and pop up the website. Why am yeah. I so strict about that, everyone? All right, for you and the audience, whoever sees this, is because a mother comes to see some, someone lost, loses a child. A girlfriend may say to the woman who lost a child, you know what, you, you are so distraught. Why don't you go see this medium who I, I, you know, there's a medium coming to town. Let's go see it. Maybe it'll help you. So she goes, she's never seen a medium, maybe saw it on TV, which is over-dramatized anyways. They go see this medium. And the medium's not ready to be in front of people or they're not, they're not having a good night, all right? Or they're not prepared. They're not trained enough. The, the person who lost that child and may leave and say, that's what mediumship is. And they mm -hmm. may never come to it again. So that one person could represent all of us uh, when in fact that mediumship can help someone. We can't take away, we can help lessen the pain. We can't bring your loved one back, but we can show you that look, they are really okay. And sometimes too, ladies, sometimes people don't need a medium. They need a therapist uh, or a bereavement true. couple. Yep. yep, it's so true, John. Yeah. That is so, so true. Um, in my case, and, and a lot of you guys watching already know my story, so I'll, I'll, I'll be brief. But when my dad passed very suddenly, I was completely unprepared for my experience. I mean, they were both in their 80s, right? You kind of expect. And it's, you know, that old saying, well, they've had a good innings. And yet I just fell into this deep, deep hole. I had no idea how to get out. Right. My blood pressure went through I'd never had blood pressure before. It went through the roof, dangerously, dangerously high. And it took me, I laid on the couch for three months, couldn't, couldn't go outside. I was scared to go outside. And it took me some time to realise that what was happening for me was um, I was connecting into my little five-year-old that says it is not safe to be out in the world alone without my parents, without my mummy and my daddy. Yeah. And it wasn't until I began to have that realisation and, and I've got a wonderful Oh, wonderful medical practitioner who I can talk to about my prayer, about my spiritual life. And she really helped me understand that where I was, where I was at and where I was coming from. And I was at her office sometimes every second day because my blood pressure was so high. I was right. literally scared that I was going to die here in my home and my children would have to find me. And I didn't want that because then I went into the fear of, well, I can't die because I don't want my children to feel this. So I was all knotted up, John. And you're right. Sometimes it is a therapist we need. Well, in my case, know, it was my doctor. And I lost my mom. She was almost 80. doesn't matter if you lost a mom at 40 or 90. My friend's mother, she's 101, still going, right? doesn't matter if they're 40 or 100. Yeah. You're never ready. Loss, but, don't, you know, and, and I, even, I even teach this when I'm in lecturing, is you got to be careful because just because someone lost their mother at 80, most people will say this, well, she lived her full life. It doesn't mean that the person that lost the parent is like, oh, yeah, well, they were 90. Okay. They still are going through the bereavement as if they lost a child or, and I know a child is, is like the worst passing for a parent, but it's, you still mourn that. It doesn't matter if they're 80 or hundred or 40 years old. So, and, and, and please don't ever say to anyone, you know what, you need to snap out of it. You know, oh, if, oh, gosh, no. Yeah. yeah. 
Right, Carolyn? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Been there, done that. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> but as something I want to just add there about um, with your parents. So my mother was a clairvoyant, and so I had grown up with that all of my life. And so when she was getting to the end of her time here, um, she and I had a laugh and we cuddled and joked and said, well, at least we'll be able to be in communication afterwards, which I must say we have been. Um, but then when she made her transition, what shocked me was even though I knew she was well, I could see her, she was being healed, my physical body needed to heal. My spiritual body knew she was okay, but my physical body just ached. And it had to heal. Right. Yeah, because there mm -hmm. are physical symptoms of uh, someone going with bereavement too. You know, there's mental, there's a depression, you know, like um, Anya said, she couldn't even get off the, you know, off the couch and, you know, mm -hmm. blood pressure. And then, you know, it's your whole body's affected. And you, how could it not be? We're one big sensitive antenna, whether it's physical or spiritual. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, we've got... Um... We've got Gabby. We've got so many people here. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for following your heart and being here, connecting with John, of course, with us. We love you and we value you. Now, Gabby says, I have, oh, here we go. Uh, Gabby is from Australia. Oh, gosh, she's amazing. She, we call her our, um, in the comments, it's our comments, but we still call her our chat angel. She's always at our shows. She giving and receiving and she's just gorgeous she says in a house I grew up as a child John there was a man who used to walk up the hallway every night I was scared of him my mum and dad told me I was imagining things as an adult mum admitted to me that the previous owner had hung himself outside my bedroom window which was on the front porch mm, what yeah. can you say to Gabby well well, that's, that's, you know, is a lot of people, they ask me, I, I've been asked to do so many haunting shows, I refuse to do them. Yeah. I think hauntings are rare. Was that a haunting or was the gentleman coming back visiting his house? Is he stuck in that realm? I don't believe in that either. I don't believe God in his, this is just my opinion. Other people have theirs. I understand that. I think there's levels to the spirit world. It may take you one, there's levels to the spirit world. And I think you, it may take you time to go from one to the other you know you got the guides and the angels on the celestial and you got us you know the astral okay the etheric the physical the etheric the astral the mental the you know um i think it takes some time to go from one place to another but uh, i don't know what even to say about it i mean um it's it's she's asking me my opinion um i believe what she said and you know but i don't believe that that person is trapped per se or is he coming back and you know when i was in england brilliant scottish medium gordon smith love him he was a mentor for me when i went there he told the story about he got called for a haunting about activity that was happening in the house and he was called to see who it was so he looks at the people as soon as he went in and he did his thing and he said you lost a child yes and they said yeah we lost our six-year-old and they said and he says it's not a haunting it's your kid letting you know he's okay see it wasn't a haunting it was a loved one so yeah. you have to know what is what is what? So yeah, but uh, Gabby, yeah. yeah, I don't doubt you saw that, and you know, and and if I wonder if she does this work, anyways. I mean, as kids, we're all sensitive, anyway, so I'm not surprised if she saw this too. Music is big with Gabby too, for some reason. I don't know if she's into music or loves music or plays. I don't know how well you know her, ladies. Yeah, no. she and I do. A, we do a show on Enlightened World Network with the Elementals and awesome. Uh, I think mm -hmm. so, yeah. so and yes, I know she. 
confusing. Sorry, 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 Caroline. Oh, my mind's in too many places. Oh, Sherry Myers is with us. Woo! Sherry Myers is awesome. We love you, Sherry. Uh, there are so many people here. If I haven't mentioned you, it's because there are so many of you. Um, but please do know that every single person that visits us on Angel Heart Radio is not about getting likes, right? Although we do want you to like our page and follow <laughs> us because it means you're going to get um, updates on what's happening. And that's a really great way of connecting, as um, KJ was just asking about. But the thing is, Angel Heart Radio, we've been going for 10 years, John. Oh, okay. Yeah, continuously. We've never had a break except over Christmas, and then we've always got shows going. But the thing is, it's about the heart connection. It's the angel heart. It's the heart of everything, right? It's the way that we can be present for each other and just be there as a support and have a bit of fun along the way, we have a good laugh. But also, too, it means people can tune in and really have the opportunity to ask people such as yourself their burning questions so i have one for you john Mm -hmm. about my brother that's my microphone about anyone if you have experienced someone crossing over due to suicide as i did with my brother and my husband Mm -hmm. and there is a lot of which i believe are terrible myths around is that they're not going to be admitted to heaven i do not believe that but a lot of people do and that's a very difficult thing because people are already grieving and to feel that their loved ones are not going to be permitted the grace of god's love what can you tell us about that john well i I, i've done i've dealt with a lot of people um sometimes too though um i heard john edwards say once too that some people because they see mediums on television and how wonderful the afterlife is and how beautiful is. Some people are like, well, why don't we just go there? What's the point, right? And I heard John Edwards say this once too, and I know he goes to Australia. You know, he's a big fan of uh, Australia too. I heard him say this once, and I always give credit where credit's due. He said, the other side is not meant to be an invitation. <laughs> I love it. Isn't that great? You can't get away from your stuff here and think I'm going to do it. And then you have to deal with it over there also. Okay, you do. And I don't believe sometimes, ladies, this when it comes to the suicide, you there's two for me, there's two different things. There's someone who um, say you have a child, uh, a teenager breaks up with his girlfriend and does something stupid. He's like, okay, I'm going to do this. And he just does it on a whim. There's no depression around him for years. There's no chemical imbalance in the brain that I look as they deliberately did that. Okay. Um, but sometimes when I link with someone and I always say to the person that I'm reading for, um, would you understand that um, I'm speaking to a gentleman that helped um, that um, who's taken on the responsibility of his passing. All right. And they, and they get that. Um, sometimes the person on the other side, they're so distraught. They're so uh, not right in the mind. I don't look at that as a suicide. I look at that as an illness oh. in my opinion, in my opinion. Or a lot of the people drink before they pass and they realize, damn, I didn't mean to go all the way. I'll get that also. But I do not believe, nor have I ever, in the 25 years that I've been doing this work, I was raised Catholic, the whole purgatory, they're on hold somewhere. No, there's always somebody there on the other side. They're there, they're, they're there on the other side. Um, and there's always somebody there working with them. There's somebody, your loved one never, ever, ever goes home alone. And I don't believe in the hell with the devil and the brimstone and the fire. 
Like I said, there's different levels to the spirit world, but they're always there. And then they say to us, the people who I'm sitting with or a client or in the audience, are they okay? They're fine. We're not. Okay, then we're not. But it doesn't mean that they're not going through it. But you know what's really, for me, everything I say on the on, with you ladies today, it's from my opinion. It's not the way. Um, I always say that um, when I deal with someone who, now I've done readings for many years. People come through with the group. Some people come by themselves. Every time I'm dealing with someone comes through who took their life or they uh, had, they mentally they weren't right and it happened anyways. For some reason, they're never alone when they come through. So this teaches me something. It's almost like they're not, it's almost like somebody has to come. I'll have someone who took their life and then a relative or a friend is right behind them, kind of like giving them the power to connect with me. So there's, so there's something there on an energetic level for me. And I'm going to say that again. It's almost like it, the, the energy is not strong enough for them yet. So somebody's coming through like a battery to pump up their power to come through. Yeah. So go figure. No one taught me that. I just noticed it after you years just, and yeah. years like, wow. Yeah. And again, that's the trust, isn't it, that you have, John? It's the yes. trust and, and your training. Again, I have to say your training comes in very powerfully and very strongly here because you, I mean, you've you've had the, the privilege, as you say in your book, of sitting in, I think you called it a home circle where it's an invitation-only circle for two years. You, you, really, had to be did there. you really did read the book. I really read that book. I'm sorry, and then I if you, spoke it to you, yes. <laughs> But same thing, but same thing, right? Because often we proofread books, you know, if you've got a lot, no, 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 no. And if you're not there by six o'clock, boom, doors are closed, you don't get in. It well, was it was a discipline and it's the discipline, which I find quite difficult, but it's the dif <laughs> discipline and you help me to understand that I need to, I don't need to, but I'd really like to, in particular area of my own life and work, I'm very disciplined but there are other areas like meditation. Oh, no, I just can't do it. I don't want to sit, right? But I know it would be really good for me. So I'm, I'm hoping. I'm, I'm hoping that <laughs> I'll have a bit more fortitude, Caroline. What do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, Sorry, cheers for that, Anaya. I'm big on meditation. I I love meditation, and I I oh. and I, as I say to people, you don't. <laughs> always have to go into a deep meditation it can just be still in your mind and as you said in your newsletter the other day just coming into the present moment still your mind and and so you know meditation is is one of my things and I love it and it's just that is just a joke with Anaya and I because I talk to her about meditation and things yeah I'll do that Caroline yeah <laughs> that well. is a no, we all have our different different. We do. It's true. And I guess listening to you, Carolyn, I guess I actually do meditate just in a different way because I'm often, obviously, you probably figured it out, John. I work with the angelic realm, which is like you. I mean, I know this is an overly used word, but it is a privilege to open up to such love and care and kindness, the comfort. Oh, it's amazing. Well, when you took, when, when I, I'm lucky because when mediumship started happening with me, um, I didn't set out to do this work. I was always intuitive. And then I got in an automobile accident that when I got my life together, that's when my abilities got stronger. Two years into doing readings, never quitting my day job for nine years. Two years into doing that mediumship on the other mediumship started happening. And so back then when it happened, you didn't have the James, the Johns, the Georges. Mm -hmm. 
the, the TV. So every book I read was from the spiritualist in England. Uh, and I read about mediums lives and I, I went to the Bodhi Tree bookstore. There weren't any how-to books. It was about mediums lives. And I said, wow, if I could just go to England and study with these spiritualists, how great would that? Two weeks into going do, uh, reading that, I stepped on a person's foot from England at a party, my work close. <laughs> it just, synchronistically, the doors open. That's how I know I was supposed to yes. do what I was supposed to do. But the spiritualists over in England are very, very evidential. Yeah. Evidential. And they were like soldiers. I had them with the proper suits on, the women in the shiny shoes, and like, Mr. Holland, you know? And I'm like, wow. So they taught me evidence, evidence, evidence. Yeah. And it's not foo-foo. It's not... Um, you have to give some type of evidence, strong evidence. So the person walks away exactly and says, that really was my mom. The continuity, it's your job to show the continuity of life. And the British mediums taught me evidence so much. That's why, that's why I can be like that with the teacher, you know, as a teacher. Thank you. Yeah, yeah so because, you know, sorry, Carolyn. That evidence is so important. And I think that that's what brought me back on my spiritual pathway after my daughter passed and after many years was you she came to me i used to have lie in bed at night in the middle of summer and my bones would be ice and i could never get warm and then one night she came to me and she touched my hand and i said is that you danielle and she said yes it is and so i had the evidence at that time and one of the things i had to do was i had to forgive myself because you know i had I had, you know, knocked myself around so much and, and I had blamed myself. And so, but I had the evidence of her coming to me and speaking to me and, and working. And then she worked with me and she still does work with me. I work very much with the spirit um, guides as well as the angels. And, but evidence is so important. And to That's be able to, to, to um, give somebody the evidence, that's what seals it all. Yeah. So the rest is just opinion. Yeah. That's all it is. It doesn't mean anything except to the person giving it, right? Yep. Um, and the thing I'm so passionate about is, um, John, with this work is, as I said, everyone, I am not a medium. But the thing I am so passionate about with, with my work, with Angel Heart Radio, Carol Ann's the same. John, you've, you've just explained you're the same. You know, this is a very powerful responsibility, when people come to you with a grieving heart, you better be ready to be completely authentic, completely honest, right? And this, oh, I love this in the book too, John. Um, and this is right toward the end. This is in Chapter 11. I'm just listening to the epilogue now. Do good work. I burst into tears when I heard this, John. Just the tone in your voice was so beautiful. Do good work. Remain humble. Express gratitude give back when you can right that's it it's beautiful <laughs> and and this was the the, the way it, it was Who that energy that, that <laughs> i don't know this really wise guy let's see if we can get him on the show <laughs> but it's true it's all of those things and those things are very easily um, overlooked, swept aside in this race that, you know, can happen for to sell a book or to get your radio show out there. I've just released a book myself, John, so I'm, I'm not getting caught up in that either. But at the same time, you want to share your work with people, right? So it's, it's how do you remain in that heart space? And we've got so many 
people in here i wish i could reply to you all and i will go back erin had something to say um but how do you staying humble is easy to say but that is a sense of supplication isn't it? it's it's giving over and doing and doing for me god's work in a way that has nothing to do with me it's not about me how do right. you manage to stay grounded and and tender and caring and loving in that john it's um, remember i there are some people that you know that i've seen do this work they want to come into it you know to be a celebrity or to be a star i didn't come into it that way i, I it happened to me and i needed the training and to be honest with you ladies too though i was i was raised in a very impoverished neighborhood um you know we were uh, raised in an alcoholic family so that's where i'm from i can't pretend not to be nor fake it so yeah. i'm still that same person yeah. you know and um i think uh when you're doing this work, you have to remain humble. Some people still say, you're so approachable, John. And why shouldn't I be? I'm the same person. And it's not me. I'm a good vessel, all right? I may not be the best medium, but I will say that I, I'm a good one. And that's not cockiness. It's just- You are a good one. It's, it's, uh, but it's not me that's doing this, is it? Okay, it's them. I am just a good piece of equipment. Less of me, more of you. Exactly, right. it's not Stepping me. Aside. So, when students say, or I hear somebody, a medium say, or students say, I got this, and I got that, and I knew they had one eye, and I, 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 and I'll say, wait a minute, did you get it, or was it given? Sure. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I know exactly what you're saying. That's yep. perfect. And, you know, it's, um, it, with, you know, there's a, uh, I look at it this way, there's a lot of mediums here, too, though. Um, luckily, I came, I started when John came out and uh, James um, a number of years ago, and I had all the groundwork. I am just blessed um, that, you know, Hay House picked me up and then one thing led to another. If you follow what you're supposed to be doing with your soul, doors will open. And if it does, if a door doesn't open, it just means maybe not now. It doesn't have to necessarily mean no. And sometimes too, by training people to be mediums, they'll be like, you know what, this is not, I don't think I'm meant to do this, but we might've shown them a different route ladies, you know? So sometimes I heard my friend Cheryl say this one, sometimes you have to give up good for great. So <laughs> oh God, that's so perfect for me that's right now. Isn't it? Isn't it Carolyn? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I like the that. opportunity comes that you're so hoping for that you don't get. It happened to my friend Cheryl and it, would, and it had to do with a TV thing that she was doing. She, didn't, she, was, she was ready to go and it didn't happen. But uh, two years later, it was more amazing. So sometimes you have to give up good for great. And that's for Cheryl it's so true and sometimes we're in that moment and for me what happens is I'm, I'm really learning to understand myself better through the work that I do I mean just through life isn't it right being present in life um it's that because I can get very right on steroids I've got a really tender heart but I've also got a really strong mind and it's learning to come to that recognition, that place. Like, for example, yesterday, I need, I need to buy a new computer, right? Yesterday, there was this amazing deal. Oh, so good. I've got to get it now. What if it's gone? What if it's gone? All day long. I kept wanting to buy it, but I didn't feel it was the right time. Right? My energy was only going to a trigger. You're talking about in your book, you talk about, ha, 
this is the book, everyone. Uh, you talk about, I love the way you explain so much. And I'm not going to talk to you for 10 hours. Um, you explain, <laughs> you got a lovely smile. You explain about, you know, everything in our aura, in our in our auric field. When we've got all that energy in there, it is naturally going to bring in, that's where we're going to go, right? So I had to keep saying myself all day long, Anaya, is, is this fear talking? Well, yes, it is. What do we do when fear talks? We breathe. And then all day long, this is what I was doing. So today I work and went, oh, I feel like it's a day today. I'm going to buy my computer. Um, so it's the little things as well as the big things, John, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. And you, so did you get the computer? Did you wait? Now you're going to give us. I did. I waited. Okay, oh, good. God, it was hard. Right. Even until I went to bed last night, I'm like, oh. But no, I didn't. I waited. I'll, I'll do it after the show. Right. Is this coming to me or from me? Is this you being excited, which is nothing, you know, which is fine about? Is it the right, if I stop and say, is this the right time? And if I, you waiting, maybe, and, you know, some people are like, no, I got to get it before I lose it. it the exactly. Price it's a fear-based thought. Yeah. You know, use your gut and getting that too. But, and you also talked about being humble just for a second again. I work a lot with animals. Um, you know, I have an animal, not psychically, but I have an animal charity and I have my dog right here who's getting older Is this now. Coda? you got Coda next to you. Is that still Coda? He's 13 and a half now too, though. So he's coming, you know, he's, he's, he's in his senior years. But when you see <laughs> animals, when you see animals um, I've always given back. And I got to stay humble too. It's my mother's training too, though. You know, that mm. Italian Catholic upbringing of giving back and stuff too. Um, I, 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 I help a lot of animals. And when I see those animals and those dogs and the cats that get help, that keeps me humble. You know what I mean? Like I said, but it was my upbringing that helped me to uh, remain humble. And um, don't, and some people, I don't want people to confuse cockiness with confidence. All right. I've been doing enough on stage in front of people for years that I know what I get, what I'm getting. All right. So yeah. that's confidence. It's not cockiness. Yeah. Exactly. Like Tino, when Tino came through, to his wife, Laurie, I think her name was. Oh, yes, yeah. Yeah, and, and you really had to keep staying true to what Tino was giving you. And then, of course, as you did that, and it was like this, it was just such a great moment for Laurie and everybody else in the audience, because you can have very, very large audiences. So, you know, staying present, staying true, staying humble, staying, you know, less of me, more of you. And I have used that less of me, more of you a lot since I heard you say that, John. Yeah, yeah. And um, God, you're bringing up stories that I haven't thought about in a while, too. I mean, <laughs> at least a couple of years with that book. Yeah, with Patino, the guy who lost his foot. And yeah. when I'm hearing, this is why I love this work, okay? When, when stuff has happened, when I'm doing mediumship, okay? I love this. It's not me. It's almost, especially when I'm doing on stage, too, though. Remember, I went from doing audiences of 30 to 80 to 2,000 to 3,000 people. Wow. So my people on the other side had to work. For, how am I going to um, narrow it down to 3,000 people in the audience? So I think between the training I had and the people on the other side, I had to go like, yeah. give it, or I was given evidence that could single out 3, 000, one person out of 3,000. But when the Tino story happened or something is happening that's so amazing, uh, it's almost like when I do mediumship, it's a stream of consciousness. And I'm, it's almost like I'm stepping back, watching it like, oh my God, that's so good. Do another one. <laughs> See, so I'm always humble because I the process is always, always fascinating to me. I'll never get dull, I'll never get bored with it. Of you how can see it's still so passionate. You can feel that passion coming from you, Caroline, right? You definitely can. And and I think that that's 
one of the exciting things to, to be watching you talking today and you've got so much passion in it and you know that the trust that you have with your team on the other side and the way that you work with them is just beautiful. And, and it just reminds me, I, I knew this beautiful English medium, Bill McDonald, and he came out to Australia and he did a few workshops at our place. And he had that ability as well. He could be in front of an audience of thousands of people and he could pick out the one person the message was for. And, you know, to watch him work, would be just like watching you work because it's that special, that yeah. special connection from the heart with your team, and um, and your team are just as you say, it's them, it's through you, and, and yeah. it's them coming through you, and I think that's that's one of the most amazing things to be able to to share that with people. Um, is just a gift. It's such a blessing to the people that you're able to give the messages to. It's a three, it's a three way connection. You know, um, every event is different. I mean, every audience is different. So it's a three way connection. It's me, the people in the audience or the client and those on the other side. So from spirit, through spirit, to spirit. And if yeah. all of those, my friend, Janet Nahavik, she's a brilliant medium. Oh my God. She used to be a nun, a Catholic nun. And so now she's a medium too, uh, but not a nun anymore. Um, she's, she says it's almost like a cocktail, a perfect cocktail that you're making. If the audience is on, you're on, you're in good form, people on the other side, then it's going to be an even time. Sometimes one of us may be off and you're thinking, wow, can they on the other side be off? Uh, maybe, but I know the audience could be off. It could be the location. It could be the room. Yep. It could be medium. So, but when it's on and it's a perfect co cocktail, but from spirit, through spirit, to spirit. And I was taught also by someone in England that to stay humble is, it's not a big deal that you're, you're just a tube. You're yes, just a tube. Look at yourself at that way. So that's all I am is just a tube, pretty much. Yeah. Really? really? So yeah, but you're a fabulous day. tube. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We and have an incredible- all sizes. Yeah, exactly right. More shapes. That's wonderful. We have a fabulous medium here in Australia. His name's Barry M. Gray. What a gentleman. Oh, and he trained in the UK as well. And I had the real privilege of being um, at an event he was doing. And it was so gorgeous because he's a very unassuming, very quiet, humble man with a gorgeous heart, great sense of humor. And I remember him saying, well, Anaya, I have to go. And I said, what do you mean? You're going on and soon? He said, yes, but I don't like to see the audience beforehand. I don't want to, I don't want to overhear something. Right. I don't want to accidentally read some body language. I don't want to hear another message. I don't want to hear conversation. And so he left the building and waited until he was called. And that was a real moment for me because I really understood in that moment that he was a very um, honourable medium because not all mediums are honourable, let's face it. Or spiritual. Or yeah. spiritual. Exactly right. right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. yeah no, and, and this is another great point. Look, Erin says she loves it so much. It's going to be her mantra for the day and beyond. Less of me, more of you. So powerful. Thank you. Thank you, Erin. Um, I had a woman come to me once to um, for an angel reading. Um, and she came to me through someone else because she'd been for a reading. It's just and everyone pay attention to this she'd been to a reading and she was told that 
her husband was going to die, her children were going to die, she was going to be miserable for the rest of her life. And there was no way of avoiding it. So, I mean, obviously, what can you do? It's just, okay, if this woman is confident enough to come to me, obviously, of course, you don't charge for that sort of thing. And she wants to have a conversation, see if there's something I can help her with. And she did this many years ago now. And by the time she left, John, she really was a magnificent teacher for me that day because she helped me to realise the, the sheer weight of responsibility when passing through messages of love and guidance, it's never about telling a person you must do this, you must do that, right? It's the sheer weight of responsibility. So if you yourself um, are a budding medium or a practicing medium, if you yourself do readings of any kind, please take this into your heart and really get, get quiet with that. Because what's happening is someone is coming to you and they're putting their heart in your hand, right, John? Carolyn knows this. She's amazing. They're putting their heart, their hopes, their fears, whatever is going in your hands. You have to be very careful with that, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a huge, it's a huge responsibility, uh, you know, doing this work. And that woman who gave her that reading, uh, I'd be curious if she said, was it one of those readings too? And, you know, for an additional hundred, I'll light a candle. You know, well, it was at a shopping centre, so I don't really know. And wow. that's nothing to say that if you're reading at a shopping centre, there's something wrong with that. I'm not saying that at all. Right. Um, but the fact that she would even consider passing on a message like that right then and there, if you don't get a good feeling, and John talks about this in his book as well, I haven't got the picture up, um, if you do not feel cared for, nurtured, safe in a reading, leave. Leave. Yeah. Don't worry about the person who's reading for you. Don't worry about their, if they are really, truly connected to what they're doing, they will totally understand. Yeah. Right. And if a, and this person obviously was going on a psychic level, if that person, you know, was, you know, real. Um, I teach too, impression versus expression. Yeah. Now they may get something. Um, if an intuitive gets something that she said, oh, this one's going to pass. And this one, if she's getting it to be forearmed, to be forewarned is to be forearmed. If that person was really getting that about her husband, you know, uh, passing away or, you know, how tra passing <clears throat> tragic, whatever you just said, then how can the husband stop? I mean, how can they avoid that? But I always teach my students too, though, be careful. Impression versus expression. There's a way of saying, would you understand why I'm feeling a pain? Is, is everything okay here with you? As opposed to mm -hmm. saying, do you have a tumor? Yes. Well, the, the one with the grandmother. You said, go visit your grandmother right yes. yep. the way you did that yes. yeah and i didn't know why i just felt the need to say when's the last time you saw your grandmother you may want to go see her i didn't know that the grandmother was going to pass three she did go see her. my friend margo this happened in la thank you for bringing back these wonderful memories again <laughs> and she did and she said john if you didn't tell me to go see her i never would have had that opportunity to say goodbye to her because the grandmother passed it slipped away um unexpectedly so yeah but impression versus expression there's ways um, you know, you go to give the information, but also when you're training or mediums, you have to be careful that the medium's mind is not cloud or their past experience is clouding the message. Say you have a dad like mine, who, uh, a, a heavy drinker. Now my dad's still here. Say the medium has had a, a dad who's a heavy drinker and it was awful. Um, you can't interpret that. Oh, um, I have your father here. Oh, he was, he's telling me he's an alcoholic. Oh, he's still angry. 
that doesn't happen. They will give you the impression of what they were like here, but they leave all that too. So a medium in the students, you have to be careful that your own bull, yep. not gonna yep. cloud them. In, in it. I'm trying to be very angelic ladies, okay? That uh, very angelic. Yes. stuff is not gonna cloud the message, guys. You gotta yep. get it out, you gotta get out of the way. Yeah. Yeah, less of me, more you. Yes, absolutely. At the end of the day, that's what it all comes down to. There are a thousand questions I would still love to, to ask you about, John. Um, Excuse me. Carol Ann, I mean, look, we know I've got the gift of the gab. What about you, darling? Because we've only got a few minutes left. Yes. So, oh, just so many things. No, I just, just when you were talking about the animals, I have a, a wonderful friend who's a medical intuitive, and she was walking through the bush to, uh, today and there was um, a small snake had fallen from a tree and it was over a bar. And so she said, the snake's calling to her saying, I'm dying, please kill me. I'm dying, please kill me. And she said, I went over and I picked up the snake. And she said, I told the snake, I can't kill it, kill you, but I can help you. And so she said she did healing on the snake until it made a happy and peaceful transition. Oh, and she beautiful. said, you know, don't be afraid to help animals. And she said, you know, that snake was there for a reason. And that was a, a, a lesson for everybody to share today about caring for one another, caring for for the animals and, and being able to step into any kind of situation when your heart is in the right place. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's all about, it's all about this heart connection. And as you mentioned earlier, John, you know, we are in this incredible time where you know the consciousness of so many people on the planet and the planet itself is 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 huge it's changing it's we know this and it's exciting to be a part of it but it can also be really tiring um yesterday i felt like i was swimming swimming through molasses all dang day long right um so i watched dream india and dream indian hotel it's a fantastic documentary and that was the best thing I could have done to myself. How do you cope when you feel like you're really, you know, that you're struggling with your own energy for whatever reason? Right. I mean, because, of, I mean, this, I mean, who would have thought that this, you know, what's going on with COVID, it would affect the world to this degree, right? Um, mm -hmm. And just something here also, guys, you know, we're going to get through this, all right? The vaccines, and we're going to get through this. But what the, what the, what this has done for everybody too, um, it, uh, it, Whatever you've been trying to push down, COVID caused it to come up in your face. It's caused yeah. it to come up, whether it's insecurity, not taking care of yourself, worry. Uh, and it did help us if you choose to deal with it. It brought up my stuff in my face. It's right there. You can't get away from it. Yeah. And, and, and we're used to, I'm used to being in, around people. I'm a hugger. I was raised yeah. Italian. I miss the audiences. And when this happened, um, a lot of people reached out to me and asked, John, can you come online and give us some hope and inspiration? I couldn't. It took three weeks for me to let go. Every spiritual, even though I'm a teacher of this, you got to remember, I'm still a guy. I'm still a human. I love you, John. Oh, my God. Every spiritual tool I had went out the window. Every Louise Hay teaching went out the window. <laughs> I went back to my childhood, to that poverty. I'm going to lose everything. Uh, and then um, I heard somebody say, I turned on the TV um, and I heard a therapist say to a news reporter way back in March when this started in the States and the news reporter said to the therapist, a lot of people are nervous or afraid. Can you, can you address the millions of audiences, the audience, people that are watching right now? What can we do now to help us? And she said, 
We're, on, we're in unprecedented times. How many times have we heard that? We're dealing with something that in our lifetime, I've, we've never dealt with, okay? I know back in, you know, they have the Spanish flu. Um, she said, the only thing you can do right now is know what you can control and know what you can't control, right? Yeah. I knew I could control who I let in talk about the virus, conspiracy theories. I was in control of how I ate, how I started my day, when I chose to let the phone ring uh, to talk about the virus, because um, I was, was still working, right? So what I do is um, I had to, I went, thank God I have my dog, because I will go in yep. nature. Nothing can ground you more yep. than being with an animal, okay? It's like they wake you, your animal teaches you every day. Every day is a new day. They forget about yesterday and they don't look towards the future. It's like, hey, I'm awake. What are you gonna do? So <laughs> it's, it's true. So the animals uh, is what kept me grounded. And little by little, after three weeks, I was able to go on and, and be there as a hope and inspiration for the people that follow me. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I just needed to go through it. If I tried to, to, to do it, it, it would have been forced or wouldn't have been um, yeah. authentic. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. That is a perfect way to end this absolutely awesome experience that some might call a show I call fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> right? I just love you, John. I love your heart. I love your authenticity. This is, just, I just feel like I've been chatting to a friend, right? Yeah. And it, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And we just can't thank you enough, Caroline, can we? Oh, John, it's just been an absolute pleasure. And, um, just so looking forward to the next time you come on the show and it's just you've just done such amazing things just by today with the the guests uh, the chats yep. and and everything that people have picked up and and several people have said they're going to give themselves the christmas gift of your book because they deserve to have that christmas gift of your book and you know it's just been a pleasure talking to you thank you so much today oh you're welcome and, you know i believe in synchronicity i was just emailing i said it to you to you ladies just a little while ago before we started i emailed at hay house uh my hay house publishers in australia and i said i am not we haven't been able to do everything's online now so i said let me now i came out with the new deck the mediumship training deck that came out in august of this year and my friend who did it with me lauren rainbow she's a very heart-centered medium she's brilliant 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 a lot of energy um i said why don't we just come, I, I'm asking them, let's do something online to, to the, for the, our Australia, for the Australian audience. So watch for that. So I talked oh, about yeah. that and, it, and I didn't call him because I was on your show today. I knew I was going to be, but it was totally two different thoughts. So I yeah. think that's going to happen. And so keep your eye on that, everyone, too. And anything you want to know, go to johnholland.com because it's, it's a huge reference resource. It's not just about dates. Go to the frequently asked questions. There's a lot of help there for people. So thank you, ladies. Yeah, there is a lot of help there, John. And um, we've only got a couple of minutes because we've got another show starting uh, on the hour. So, yeah. But I wanted to say this. You have this fantastic thing to say about synchronicity, and maybe we can touch on this next time. But have yeah. a think about this, everyone. I've always thought of synchronicity as something that happens, right? You help me to understand it is a living, breathing, generous, loving energy that works with me. So I'm I'm on my iPad yesterday morning and, a, and a, something came in from Hay House with the e-books. Um, and I thought, oh, I think I need, I don't buy e-books. Oh, I need to go and have a look at that. Have, okay. No, it's the audio books I need. Ah, oh, Gordon Smith. I, I think I need to buy it. 99 cents. 
99 cents the ebooks for the whole month. Oh, and of- in the USA, there you go, guys. Get onto yep. it. Only probably like under three dollars here in Australia. Go for it. Now, really build yourself a fantastic library of inspiration, hope, and support, and really step out of the other stuff. You will feel a lot better. Your life will flow much more beautifully, and you will feel that richness of love and appreciation for everything begin yeah. to flow so much more harmoniously within you. Thank you so much, John. Oh, beautiful. Thank you, ladies. I'll be back if you have me. Thank you. Oh, we'll be back. Have back. Definitely. Looking forward. Thank you, everyone who's Thank watching. You, Thank you. Thank you. Everyone, thank you so much for being a part of this gorgeous experience with us. You know, it's it's Angel Heart Radio is such a blessing in our lives, Carol Ann. Like we love Angel Heart Radio so much. Um, and part of the reason why we love Angel Heart part of the reason why we love Angel Heart Radio so much is because it's a really great way of connecting with you. And helping you to know that you matter in the world. Right. Yeah? That's right. what it's about. You matter. Right here, right now. You're here on purpose, with purpose. And we are so blessed to have you with us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Thank Johnholland.com. Johnholland.com. Sorry, I've got to say that all through the thing. Don Johnholland.com. Hey house. No matter where you are in the world, go to your Hay House website and you can get a hold of John's books. You can get the ebooks, the audio books. I definitely recommend uh, Bridging Two Realms. If you're clairaudient, go for the audio book. It's awesome. Lots of love, John. Thank you so much. Bye, ladies. Thank Looking you, Caroline. Thank yes. you, Thank you. Yeah, keep an eye on our page. We'll let you know. Love, 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 love you, Caroline. Love you too, darling. And to our wonderful audience, you come back now. Y'all come back. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. You really make a difference in the world. Oh, I forgot to record it, but it's streaming. Um, You really make a difference in the world. The more you remember that, right, the more sense your life will make. All right, guys. Lots of love, everyone. Bye, John. Bye. See ya. You've been listening to another fabulous program on Angel Heart Radio. Our goal is to remind you of how much you matter in the world and to let you know that we appreciate who you are in the world. You can check out who's on, when we're on and who our guests are at angelheartradio.com. Everything is there. It's all just one click away. Angel Heart Radio programs are powerful tools to help you in your life and your life experience. They are not intended, nor should they, be used to replace your medical or legal advice. Powered by love, Angel Heart Radio is brought to you by angellight777.com. The views and opinions expressed by Angel Heart Radio hosts, guests, co-hosts and associates should not be construed as advice from Angel Heart Radio.